0: You're listening to episode 303 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow. And this podcast focuses on three main pillars human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine, supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers radical self-acceptance and courageously leaning into your skill sets whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories experiences and expertise to share we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid there's always more room to grow let's do this Hi there emily here we are back today and we're talking about why you need to stop chasing people on today on the podcast and also tying this in with um, creating your own vetting system for the relationships in your life as well and everything that we're going to talk about today this is the type of stuff that can be applied to any relationship in your life um, obviously romantic relationships this can often be the most important area but this is going to be important no matter who you apply this to in your life. And I'm going to give you an example. When I was thinking about this episode, I thought about a recent example that actually has to do with uh, a friendship that I'm going to talk about as well. So um, there's a, the, the one thing that, that really comes to mind when I think about chasing people <laughs> is stop trying to keep something that doesn't want to be kept. I think that's really important because not everyone can come with you to the next phase of your life and that's okay. That's okay. doesn't make it less painful, but we have to accept that, that there are certain people who are going to come into our lives who are there for one reason or another. Maybe they're there for a short time. Maybe they're there for a long time. Maybe they're there with you for the whole, the whole shebang, which is amazing. That's awesome. But sometimes we have to almost reevaluate like take certain opportunities to reevaluate the relationships in our life to see if they still are working for us. and, And if they are mutually beneficial, obviously as well, like we don't want one sided relationships one way or the other. We want to make sure that we have relationships that feel like a very safe, healthy space for both parties. I've actually heard of people even doing, um, almost like relationship evaluations for themselves, like once a year or something, to see who's a good fit and who isn't. I don't I don't really take it to to those um to those lengths exactly. I I can just sort of sense, you know, who who is a good fit and maybe who isn't. Again though, it doesn't make it any easier to necessarily let people go. Because there can be a lot of grief and, and disappointment wrapped up in this. But I actually read a quote about how sometimes we'll have to remember people far longer than the length of time that we've known them. And there sometimes we, you know, so often we want people to be with us for a lot longer than they actually are. And this is part of the, the circle of, of life is that some people come to teach us a lesson. Some people come to reroute us onto a different path. Um, some people come to show us the, the beauty of, of a particular relationship, right? But it's better that it's better to be able to find ways to release people than to keep people in your life who don't belong there anymore. Maybe they already played their role for you. And maybe you already played their role for them. There's, there's this, this flow of life that comes to mind, right? And I've talked about this in a previous episode, but a visualization that I often come back to is I, I feel very deeply connected to water. So I often think of water when I think of the flow of life. And you can even visualize yourself in, in a canoe, on a river or something like that. And actually, I talked about that more in uh, following the episode 259 about following the path of least resistance. And I go into this in more detail. But usually when we are chasing people, it's because we've created expectations on who we think they are or what we want them to be for us, or maybe even what they symbolize to us too. So if we, if we want to be in a relationship and, and the person that in a romantic relationship and we're, we're with someone who that we're engaged in a romantic relationship with, even if they're not the right person for us, they might symbolize that maybe idealistic vision that we have for ourselves of being in a romantic relationship, even if that person isn't necessarily the right fit for us. And, and if we aren't the right, if they aren't the right fit for us, we aren't the right fit for them either. I might add. So part of this letting go process is not, it's, it's not only for ourselves, it's for the other person too. And that's, that's really, that's the ultimate act of, of love to be able to let someone go because you know that the two of you aren't quite the right fit and the longer each of you choose to hold on, you're holding yourselves back from better, not not, not better, but maybe more beautiful experiences that are ready to grow them and to grow you in your next chapter when we keep someone when we try to keep or hang on to someone who isn't the right fit for us, is that fair like to us or to them? And more importantly, do you really want people in your life that feel mediocre about you or worse feel obligated to be there or vice versa? Right? Like again, this is very much a two way street, but is it better to try and keep people simply for the sake of maintaining the thread of a connection that's actually ready to be released? It makes me think of the fall season, like autumn, right? And trees trying to hang on to their leaves or using their branches to chase after the leaves that had already fallen off to try and reattach them. <laughs> like it's ridiculous when we think about it in those terms, right? Yet we often try to force the natural flow of connection and relationships and, and to control aspects of our lives that may not even be working very well. I've actually had a, a personal rule since my late teens. I, I, when I was a teenager, I came up with this rule that I would not chase anyone. And that rule has continued to deepen about not choosing to not force pieces that don't fit. And listen, I, I don't always get it right. Sometimes it it takes me a while to figure out that maybe I'm trying to force pieces that don't fit. And there's a huge amount of Again, nuance always in this because that doesn't mean that like relationships are still always going to take work, but there's a sense of ease even when there's discomfort in the right relationships. Whereas with relationships that have maybe already run their course, the ease is not there you can have ease and discomfort at the same time. Those, those things can, can be happening at the same time because it's sort of a sign of, of growth, right? There's a difference between feeling dis-ease and feeling discomfort. And the right relationships will still have an underlying sense of ease and flow even when it feels like things are really hard. And you're having to have some, you know, tough conversations. You're having some disagreements, like whatever that looks like. But I I really believe strongly in this rule about not chasing anyone. I will not chase friends, lovers, clients. I only want people in my life who are a fuck yes from my side and from theirs. I am not interested in wishy-washy bullshit in any area of my life or business. And that includes with myself, by the way. There are a couple areas in my business I've been wishy-washy about and no more this year, no more. And I am calling myself out on that every single day this year because my two words this year are powerful and thriving. (laughs) And one can't be powerful and thriving if we are settling for wishy-washy bullshit, right? (laughs) But maybe you feel like you've been wishy-washy in how you show up for yourself and, and in your personal life as well. And maybe you need to look at those areas, Right. When it comes to our relationships, every healthy relationship requires reciprocity. Now, I am not talking about maintaining a scoreboard here, to be clear. There's a difference. Uh, when, when we, we've all probably experienced this, that the sort of relationship scoreboard where it's like, well, I did this thing for you and, and then I did three more things for you and you still haven't done one thing to pay me back for the three things that I did for you. You know what? Like that, that, it just, it does not work well at all. But there's, and there's always going to be, um, if we think about relationships as sort of scales, right? Relationships will always have a little bit of, of back and forth and give and take. And there will be times where maybe a, a dear friend of yours is going through a really hard time and they can't give as much as, as they normally would or as much as they would even like to. And you pick up the slack a little bit but that that's not forever, right? You know, the, the scales end up balancing out. So there has to be this, this mutual reciprocity overall. We have to be able to, to zoom out and take more of a macro approach to these type of things. If we, if we zoom in, you know, I remember learning to drive and I remember when my mom was teaching me how to drive that I would, I would be looking, I'd be sitting in the driver's seat and I would be moving forward, but like moving the car forward, I mean, but I would be staring so closely at the lines on either side of the road directly in front of the car that I was constantly having to readjust the wheel, like every millisecond, basically. And I remember that my mom said that it would be a lot easier to control the direction of the vehicle if you look farther ahead. If you look a little bit farther ahead, it's, it's easier to be to be able to maintain driving the car in a more or less straight line or around a corner, you know, whatever the situation is, as opposed to looking directly in front of the car. And sometimes we have to do this with our relationships. We have to be able to take a little bit more macro approach if we're so focused in a relationship of, well, I did this for them yesterday and, and then I did two more things for them today and I'm doing that thing again for them tomorrow, we're not taking a, a, a look at the bigger picture. And if you've known this person for a while, then, and, and again, this is, you know, any type of, this applies to any type of relationship. If, if we take that more macro approach and we can start to see where things have maybe actually been a little bit even up until more recently, then you can ask yourself and you can talk to the other person too, like, is there something going on for you right now? Like, how are you feeling about things? And, and we can have these conversations with greater perspective. Perspective is what we're after here. And it can be really difficult to get perspective when we're staring at every speck of dust directly in front of us, when we're staring one foot in front of the car, when, when we don't look up, to see what's ahead of us. Right. Even, you know, um, let's just say we're walking along a path and we're only looking one foot ahead of us every step of the path. And then we get to the end of the path. We don't even realize that it's the end of the path and that we're actually at the the edge of a cliff because we've been so focused on the day to day, like the, the directly in front of us and not seeing the bigger picture because we haven't gotten perspective. This is really important. We have to be able to, to create that perspective for ourselves. And when it comes to, to reciprocity, we're not keeping a scoreboard here, but there does obviously need to be some back and forth, you know, maybe texting on both sides, making calls on both sides, making plans, engaging with each other. There has to be some of this on both sides for the relationship to be healthy overall. And when we allow a one-sided dynamic to continue, when we're the only one putting in any effort over and over again, it can really negatively impact our self-worth. I talked about um, cultivating a deep sense of self-worth back in episode 270. That would be a good one to tie in with this because when we're putting in all the effort, first of all, that's our opinion. We have to ask ourselves if that's actually true and take that, that you know, different perspective, to see if that's actually true. Um, and then we, we have to figure out how that's making us feel too, but we cannot force connection. It must be mutual. And if it doesn't happen, there's likely some fundamental undercurrent within the relationship that was not going to work anyway, at least not right now. Now that doesn't mean, you know, because maybe they just aren't ready for that type of connection. That doesn't mean that you sit around waiting for people though, either you show up as yourself and you let the chips fall. There's a couple episodes here that would also be really good, um, to reference back to episode 220, all about self-betrayal, because if we're sitting around waiting for people all the time, or we're staying in relationships that aren't working for us, we end up abandoning ourselves. And that's been a really, really popular episode, uh, with good reason, because I think a lot of us experience that and, and there's a lot to be learned in that space. The other one that would be really good here would be episode 291 that I did with uh my, my friend Jade Tita all about confident detachment that episode has exploded in popularity it has rapidly become uh it's it's gone into my top five listened to episodes ever and I strongly recommend that episode it it's going to be really really helpful for you to be able to learn how to show up as yourself and have let the other person have the experience of you and then see where the relationship goes without betraying yourself in the process or without closing yourself off okay but mutual reciprocity it creates the the crucial component of safety within any relationship and safety builds trust it could also be argued that trust builds safety it's a two-way street again so if you are engaged in a relationship where you feel like you're chasing the other person there are two options here. Number one, you, you know af- after you've sort of like done your own work, right, like you've, you've tried to take different perspectives, you've maybe, you've given it some time, obviously, um, to see how things play out a little bit. So there's two options after you've, you've done your work here. Number one is to communicate with the other person to address the imbalance and have a conversation. You know, how are you feeling? Like, is there anything going on for you? Like, whatever the situation is, you would adjust the communication to to that. The second option is to just disengage completely. Now, I want to put an asterisk on that <laughs> because when I say disengage, I do not mean that we ghost people. We do not ghost people around here. We're mature fucking adults. Put on your your grown ass adult pants and we do not ghost people, okay? So <laughs> so disengaging would still to me involve communication first. So I'm always going to suggest going the communication route. And then after that, if nothing changes, then yes, you can, you can disengage in a mature adult way. But when you're trying to find the line with someone who is perhaps showing up a little indifferently, ask yourself how you would need to show up now in a way that the, the version of you five years from now would be proud of. So we can, we can use ghosting as an example. So let's say that, you know, you, you're trying to stop, uh, maybe you feel like you're in this, this cycle that keeps repeating where you feel like you're always chasing people. Okay. And you could ghost the the person in question at the moment, or you could have a conversation with them and see what their side is, see what they're going through, see what they're experiencing right now. Like, What would the version of you five years from now be proud of for how you showed up today? That's what you need to think about. And here's the part that can sometimes be left out of the conversation here is that we take things so personally, so personally. And I feel that so deeply because I'm, I'm so highly sensitive that I've had to do a lot of work in that area to not take things personally that are not actually about me. But I, in the past, I have often made it about me, even if it's something that really has, has nothing to do with, with me at all. But it's hard not to take things personally sometimes. But sometimes people might not be ready or they might not be the right person for you in, in any capacity, like friendship, romantic or otherwise, or they may simply not be capable of becoming the person that you want or need them to be in order to fit into your life. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We have to accept people for who they are, not who we wish them to become. And all of this can be really helpful when it comes to vetting relationships. So again, this can be applied to any type of relationship at all. And sometimes we forget that vetting relationships to see how people will fit into our lives is something that that really does apply in a whole lot more than just romantic relationships and the first thing that we we have to always remember here is to not be closed off okay we have to be able to be open and and show up honestly and genuinely and show up in a in a confidently detached way so again make sure to reference episode 291 with with jade But everything, every interaction that you have with someone is an opportunity to gather information and it's telling you about that person and it's telling you about the relationship that the two of you are creating, the dynamic that the two of you are creating and show up with curiosity I was recently asked to do a private workshop for a group, um, and we talked a huge amount about curiosity and how important it is to cultivate into our relationships, and that we can make this fun and, and playful. Like it doesn't have to be so serious all the time. When I talk about vetting relationships, that can f- sound very serious, like we're going to look at every every uh, every comment that they make under a microscope. Like that's not what I mean here. <laughs> I'm talking about just showing up as yourself, and in a really honest way just allowing yourself to be you to be who you are your the authentic true version of you seeing how that dynamic um plays out with the other person seeing how they interact not only with you but maybe with other people and it's just gathering information and and you can have a lot of fun with this but all of it is telling you about not only about the other person but about how you are with that other person too. Like, do they bring out the best in you or do they bring out the worst in you? (laughs) Like, there's a lot to unpack here. And in the last, a few months ago, I, I made a new friend and we became fairly close pretty quickly. And then I started seeing, I, as I started having more and more interactions with this person, I started seeing some immaturity and, and where this person has some growing up to do especially in terms of communication. And there was some avoidant behaviors going on that I was noticing, um, on, on their side that I'm not really down with again, like I'm not about the sort of semi ghosting, like that type of thing. That's not, that's not what I'm down with. And, and I have a huge amount of compassion for this person. I'm, I'm more than happy to continue to be their friend because they're an amazing human, but I felt like I let them into my inner circle pretty quickly. And after I noticed some imbalances coming up in terms of showing up for one another and and a lack of effort on their part and stuff like that, I am cautious. I've sort of booted them into a more outer circle for now. And I'm cautious about allowing them back into my inner circle. Doesn't mean I'm dropping them like a hot potato, it's nothing like that. I will continue to show up for them as a friend but I'm just not sharing as much of myself and I'm also just simply observing how they choose to show up for me. It's, it's all a vetting process and this is just about a friendship. So this is what I mean where this, this can be, um, this is a process that's really necessary for I me, mean, people who work for you. Um, if, if you're a business owner and, and you're hiring people or you're bringing people on board to, to do work with you or something like that, a collaboration, um, any type of friendship, people you're dating, a a romantic relationship. This applies to so many of our relationships, even family, right? Yes. Family can always be family if we're talking blood family, but that doesn't mean, that doesn't necessarily determine the dynamics of, of the relationship. Like that's something that you get to choose yourself. And this is not about, we are not about chasing people. I do not believe that chasing people gets anyone anywhere, but we do need to have a, just an overall vetting process in place to determine where certain people will or won't fit into our lives and where to sort of place them in our lives too. Like again, for example, this friend of mine, it's, it's not that this person is no longer my friend. It's just there. I don't consider them to be as close of a friend After some behavior I've seen and and interactions that we've had and I still think they're awesome it's just that they're just not a good fit at this particular moment in time um, to be in my inner circle will that change down the road it totally could it might we'll see but it's it was very much a, a vetting process for me and initially I didn't really do a ton of vetting because I felt very close to that person very quickly And I, I actually kind of beat myself up a little bit afterwards because I was like, Oh, I feel, you know, I I don't let people into my inner circle very easily. And I I felt like I let this person in too easily because then I started seeing some of this other type of behavior. and, And I never regret that at all, but it was just a reminder to me of everything's a vetting process. There is, there is some vetting involved here, but again, it doesn't have to be heavy. Like, bring curiosity to this, bring play. Like, just get excited about getting to know someone and be okay with allowing the flow that maybe that person came into your life for only a brief moment in time, or maybe that person is going to turn into being a staple in, in your life where the two of you have an incredibly close, beautiful, beneficial, you know, mutually beneficial relationship with each other for the long term whether it's a friendship a romantic relationship or otherwise. Right? So I just want you to encourage, I just want to encourage you to not chase people because when we chase people, that is an attachment to an outcome that we're trying to force and instead be open to coming at things with curiosity and play and enjoying getting to know people, and allowing these relationships to flow okay so let me know how this goes I'd love to hear how this goes for you uh, send me a DM over at Emily Goff Coach over on Instagram and uh, also make sure to share the episode I'd be super super grateful and I've got some exciting stuff that is coming out including some brand new workshops I, I really started thinking about this um In the last few months i was like you know i would really love to offer i've done some workshops privately recently and i've enjoyed them so much that i want to start offering more of them because they allow me to go so much more in depth with people and also to do you know like like question answer periods and and have these amazing conversations and so many cool people get to meet each other in the workshops and they're just so much fun. So stay tuned for that. I am going to be talking more about all of that that is upcoming and I can't wait to tell you more. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful for any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.